Thanks for tuning in to this episode of BBB Presents, Piecing Together, featuring Holly Young, owner of Puzzle Pieces. BBB's Sarah Kemmerer talks with Holly about her inspiration for opening the sensory store in her second career and how she enables a better life for autism and special needs families. Welcome back to another episode of BBB Presents. Today, I am joined by Holly Young, owner of Puzzle Pieces, an autism and special needs store based in Cincinnati, Ohio. Puzzle Pieces was a 2020 Spark Award winner. And Holly, thank you so much for being here with me today. Of course. Thank you for having me. You know, I'm so appreciative that you took the time to chat with me today. You run and own your own business. You recently just moved into a new home. You just received training to become a handler for your son's new service dog. I am blown away that you're able to handle it all some way, somehow. Right. Yeah. So at least the last two things all uh, occurred within the last 40 days. So it's been quite the whirlwind. Um, but yeah, winning the um, Spark Award was amazing. I was completely flattered and blown away that I was even in the running for that. So that was amazing um, and truly showcased my business. Uh, so that was a that was just amazing to win that. And then, yeah, getting my son's service dog was a 10-day experience up in Xenia and lots of day, long days, but very rewarding. So we have a wonderful dog now named Walton uh, for my son who has severe autism. And yeah, we just moved. So we're still living out of boxes. <laughs> wonderful. Well, that's a long process. I'm sure it's it's exhausting, but like you said, it's it's rewarding and that's... Absolutely. For sure. Well, um, I think your store and the purpose behind why you open the store is just incredible. You know, you've been open for about three years now, and I'm sure your your store has come so far since opening back in 2018. So can you tell me a little bit about Puzzle Pieces and how you came up with the idea to open the business? Sure. So I guess it's been about eight years now. Um, my son was diagnosed with severe autism. And at the time I was a full-time police officer and very little time to myself back then either. Um, but when he was diagnosed, I really searched for some place that I could go that not only had items that he could try and play with, because a lot of times when you have a child on the spectrum, they don't know how to play. Um, so you, they actually have to be taught, relearn how to play. Um, so not only toys or things like that, but, um, therapy devices or swings. And I thought, why is there nothing like this? I searched all over, um, Cincinnati, well, Ohio, Ohio, to be honest, and couldn't find anything. And I just, it bothered me so much back then. I knew I wanted to do something about it, but didn't think that I could due to my career. Um, and I had an opportunity, um, in 2018, an unexpected opportunity, and I decided to take it and decided to open that store mm -hmm. for myself so that other people could have what I had been looking for. And I'm sure what, what you were looking for, um, those items that you found, they were very expensive too, like more well, expensive than your average devices or toys. Exactly. As a parent, you find out that once your child is diagnosed and the word therapy is put next to anything, the markup is exponential. It's just ridiculous. And I knew that as a parent. Um, but when I really found out how much it was as a business owner, yeah. um, I became, I had even more fire behind me because 
my goal is to make it so that everybody can afford to get these items for their children and it's available and they can touch it and they can try it. So yeah, that was hugely important to mm -hmm. me. Yeah. And I quickly mentioned in your intro that you were a 2020 Spark Award winner. And for those who don't know, the Spark Award is given to entrepreneurs either 35 years or younger or business owners that have been operating for three years or less. So this award, it's for businesses that demonstrate, you know, character, culture, and community, which obviously you've talked a little bit about your operations, why you opened the business and your inspiration behind it. But what is something that you're proud of in your day-to-day -day operations? Hmm. Um, probably the most proud would be the fact that I'm, I'm there for parents. Mm -hmm. um, my store is there. We're open. We can assist parents when, especially when they've just been diagnosed, the child is newly diagnosed and the parents are in this whirlwind of where do I go? What do I do? What services are available? Not only do I have a retail store that has items for sale that can help fill in those gaps, but I've also got a wealth of information on our parent wall. I've got connections with Cincinnati Children's, with different pediatric, with different doctors, dentists. I mean, it's just, it's great that they can walk in and as we begin this relationship, I mean, it's not even a customer anymore. I, I have, you know, a sign that says walk in as a customer, but you walk out as a friend. And it's really true because I get to know most of my customers and most of my customers become repeat customers then. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, it's really important to me that I can offer them that little tiny bit of relief, you know, in their life. Yeah. I think it. Um, it's not often talked about how overwhelming and you just kind of lose the sense of security when you, when your child has been diagnosed and you really don't know where to go, who to, who to turn to, how the heck to navigate them. So I feel like you and your store, um, not only provides these great services and products, but it's just, it's, it's, you're there for them. And I think that's also really important too. It is, it is. And I have so many people that come in um, still to this day. I mean, we, we're starting our fourth year this year and they come in and they want to know if I'm the owner and they just walk up and give me a hug, you know, even oh. during COVID, you know, and it, I mean, it's huge because mm -hmm. they've just, they're so overwhelmed and they've read my bio on our website, you know, and they know what I'm about and why I'm there. And they're so happy mm -hmm. to be able to walk into this place where they're going to receive some assistance, some help. So it's, it's very rewarding. And I'm sure you have endless stories of the people that you've met. This, oh, yeah. um, it's just oh, the experiences yeah. that you've had and that you've seen in your store too. Absolutely. My, my one fear in leaving police work, um, because obviously we do that because we want to help people. So my one fear was, you know, am I going to just feel like I'm a clerk? I don't want to feel like I'm just a retail person. Mm -hmm. So I had that unknown fear, but within oh my gosh, probably just a month of being open. It, I, it realized how important this was going to be to people. It, it blew me even out of the water. I didn't realize how key it was going to be and how important it was really was going to be to parents. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's very humbling. Well, and that sounds really fulfilling too. And I think that's so important as a business owner and entrepreneur is that you have, I mean, you obviously have personal connections to your business, but the work that you're doing is just as fulfilling as when you were a police officer in your first Absolutely. career. Absolutely. If not more, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I meet the most amazing people. I make the most amazing connections and they're just, 
they're just amazing. It, you know, <laughs> I go back and I look through my Facebook reviews or Google reviews and it'll bring me to tears. I mean, just, just what amazing. people have to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very humbling. So, and we've actually toured your space before, and I wanted to talk about the sensory room that you have in your location um, and that you installed in your store, I think a little bit after you were open. So can you tell me what makes the sensory room so unique and how it caters to people, not only children, but of any age with someone with disabilities? Sure. So um, it's basically a multi-sensory environment. So you've got and it, it caters more to the relaxing side. So we've got some, you've got bubble lights that are going, you've got a cushion swing where they can kind of be enclosed. Um, there's sensory rugs, there's different lights that you can touch, there's mirrors. And it's just, it's, it gives kids and parents a chance to see maybe that have never been in that type of environment to see how their child responds. Um, and I've had quite a few parents that are just their jaw drops, you know, they've got a child that maybe has severe ADHD, or maybe it's autism, um, maybe it's Down syndrome, but, and, you know, they can't relax, or they can't sit still, or they can't focus, and they'll go into this room, and, you know, they'll relax, and the parent watches them relax, and sees that, you know, focus sometimes, or sees the you know, the smile because they're finally relaxed and they feel comfortable. It, it's just, it's so rewarding and so amazing to see. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do like how you bring up not only autism because we know your son has autism, but I like how you bring up the other disabilities. I mean, severe ADHD, Absolutely. Down syndrome, even ep epilepsy. Um, so we've talked about how children with um, autism, Down syndrome and other disabilities can use your store and products. But for our listeners um, who maybe this is their first time hearing your, hearing about your store and your mission um, and they're interested <laughs> in yeah. checking you out, can families who don't have children with disabilities still come into your store? Oh, absolutely. We've actually grown in the last, um, I would say even in the last year with COVID, believe it or not, um, we were just recognized um, in 2020 as the number two toy store in Cincinnati. Um, right behind King Arthur's Court. So, I mean, that's huge. <laughs> so we do, we have a lot of typical kids that come in, um, typical adults, you know, also find items that they need. And yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't have to have a disability to come in. Definitely not. Mm -hmm. And so kind of going back to talking about your second career, um, because you were a police officer and obviously that was very fulfilling in your previous job. And for you and your community, kind of that double-edged relationship was, was transitioning into owning a business difficult at all into your second career? <laughs> well, it was, <laughs> uh, I have a lot of faith <laughs> and faith was <laughs> definitely involved in this. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was very much like stepping off of a pier and not knowing what you were stepping Diving into right in. Exactly. I had no idea. I still recall to this day, what it felt like my first uh, cash register ring, you know, my first customer, oh. ring, you know, that first week, because I was, so, I was scared to death. Yeah, <laughs> I can it imagine. Was just, it was something so new to me. Um, yeah. And I, I just learn as you go. And I honestly think trial by fire is the best way, honestly, to learn anyway. But yes, I've learned and grown a lot in the last three and a half years. It's 
it's amazing. But it's, if you have that fire and that drive behind you, you're going to succeed. Um, you know, no matter what you're doing, if it's something you're truly passionate about and you want to start a business or a career, oh my God, I say, go for it because it it can be done. No matter what, like what stage you are in your professional career. Absolutely. Yeah. I was 16 years into law enforcement. I assumed I was going to retire from law enforcement. So yeah, it's, it was pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. So looking back um, 10 years ago, I mean, even like three years ago from the start of your business, but just a few years prior, do you, did like, did you think this is where your life would be at at all? Oh, no, no. I assumed <laughs> I'd still be a beat cop, you know, um, and because I, I loved it. I loved my job. So I wasn't looking for anything else. I wasn't, but I always had in the back of my mind that I wanted that store to be created. And I just, I assumed somebody would do it all those years, you know, Mm -hmm. and I waited and kept watching and nobody did it. And I thought, you know, by God, I'm going to do it. If no one else is going to do this, I'm I'm going to handle this. Um, So we've talked a little bit about your son and the special needs that he requires, as well as what it takes to run this demanding of a business full time. Mm -hmm. How the heck do you balance (laughs) Um, your personal life while juggling everything on your plate? (laughs) Well, I'm still learning. So (laughs) when I figure that out, I'll let you know, you know, um, it's a lot. It is a lot. Um, My son has severe autism, so Mm -hmm. he requires a lot of of extra care. Um, But people that know me and know the business, (laughs) they know when he's there. Um, One of my son's stems is to shred paper. So people know when he's there, like over the summer or for the day, there's shredded paper scattered throughout the store, you know, um, but you just, you, you go with it, you do what you can do. And, um, you know, handling the business completely by myself, there's days when I scratch my head and, and I think, how, how have I done this? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I am it, I am shipping, I am receiving, I am ordering, I am everything. And in the very beginning, I didn't even have any volunteers or employees. So it was completely, completely me. Um, but you just do it, you know, you, um, pace yourself, you keep a lot of good notes. Um, and you're, you understand that you are going to mess up occasionally, you know, I dropped the ball on an order here or there or something, you know, but you just go forward and you make it right and keep going. Mm-hmm. Now, a question that I actually just thought of, which I don't, I'm sorry to throw you off guard, but no, okay. what, um, did you use any resources along the way that you were really thankful for or anyone that you met that really helped you get to where you are now? Yeah. Well, to be honest, um, I was what about a year and a half in. So I opened my store with my police pension. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I retired early, pulled my pension and that's what I used. Um, and about a year and a half into the business that was gone or about to be gone. And I reached out to um, some different places to get a small business loan. And due to the fact that I was new um, to the business world, number one, number two, that I had not used a loan to begin my business, I was actually penalized, which was really funny, Um, you know, that I used my own money up front. I got penalized for that and nobody wanted to work with me. Really? Hmm. But um, I found a company, ECDI, and they, they were great. Um, they took a chance, they took a risk with me and 
you know, they really went to bat for me with their bigger, you know, their corporate and said, you know, I, I feel like she's going to do this. She's going to do well. And she's going to, and um, I'm glad to say that not only did I do that um, with the money they loaned me, but I've already paid it off. Wow. Um, completely. Yeah. That, so yeah, that it was, pays that off was literally. Probably, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that was probably the biggest help that I had um, throughout the start of this. Mm -hmm. So kind of switching gears a little bit, um, we actually didn't plan this out, but it just happens to be that April is National Autism Awareness Month. It is. Which is, that's so fun that it kind of works out like that. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you would like people to know about the autism community? Uh, I, I think the biggest thing that I could offer for my parents as a help to them, for my parents that do have children with autism, is to let the rest of the world know that have a little extra patience, have a little extra heart um, for these moms and dads, and a lot of times single moms and dads um, that have this in their life because it is so all consuming, it's exhausting, it's bewildering, um, you know, and especially when you're newly diagnosed and you're trying to traverse this world that you know nothing about. Um, just a little bit of extra kindness you know, I think goes a long way for people. And, and today regarding everything, honestly, but especially mm -hmm. when you've got someone when you can clearly tell um, that the child has some special needs. And even when you can't, yeah. uh, if, you know, if, the, if the, the mother or father says, you know, I have a child with special needs or with autism, understand that they need support, they need help, they need your understanding. Mm -hmm. um, and if you've met one child with autism, you've met one child with autism. <laughs> Because there's so many different, you know, there's a lot of similarities, but there's so many differences as well. So, and nobody has the same experience, literally exactly. that one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, what about people who, um, I know you just spoke to the two parents who may have a child with autism. Um, is there anything that you'd like people who maybe don't have someone in their life, whether it's personal or maybe they, they know someone with a family member, they know someone with a friend with autism. Is there something that you'd like them to know as well? Um, meaning in like how that they could react or respond. Yeah, sure. Uh, kind of the same message, just a lot of understanding and understand also that when you're in that position, a lot of people want to give you advice. A lot of people want to give you, oh, you should have done this, or my son does this. And Sometimes that's really hard to hear as a parent with special needs or, or child with autism mm -hmm. because there's, you're getting emotional and you're, you've got overload anyway. And sometimes they just need you to understand where they're at and just listen. Mm -hmm. A lot of listening goes a long way. And of course that will then lead to learning and understanding and Absolutely. it's kind of a full circle. Absolutely. And a lot of times family members have a hard time with that. My my mm -hmm. own mother um, had a hard time understanding my son and still to this day treats him a little differently, not oh. on purpose, not to be mean, but just out of not understanding. And just not knowing and exactly. asking questions and trying to be as respectful as possible. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Holly, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm very glad that we were able to share your story um, share the purpose and inspiration behind puzzle pieces and get to know a little bit about your business and your journey and where, where you're headed. Um, you've been a wonderful guest today. Thank you so much. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm Sarah Kummerer with your local Better Business Bureau, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of BBB Presents. Until next time, connect with BBB Cincinnati on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to check out local businesses and do your part by leaving reviews at BBB.org.